0: Hi everyone, welcome. I'm Annette Nave, the creative director and CEO of Nave Productions. Welcome to a turn of events where we help put a positive spin on the future of your business. We are a strategic event production company based in New York City. We specialize in corporate, social, nonprofit, and weddings. If you are looking to do a virtual event, please reach out to us because that's what we're doing right now. And also I am doing a, uh, I have a Facebook group for any event planners who are looking to start their own event planning business or have a company already and they don't know where to take it right now because of this crazy time. So reach out. It's called Event Planner Society. It's our Facebook group and there's going to be lots of great information in there. And I'm going to be launching a free workshop that you are not going to want to miss. So my guest today is, I'm very excited about this, is Marty Caffrey. He had a 30-year career on Wall Street as the manager, managing director of Credit Suisse. He is now the president of Developers Resource Resource Group. And we're going to talk about the future impact to hospitality business as a result of COVID, the CARES Act, economy, and politics. We're not going to get into politics, but we're going to kind of talk a little bit about that. So let me welcome Marty. Thank you for being here.
1: Hello. Hi, Annette.
0: How are you?
1: I'm doing great. Hope you are.
0: I'm great. Thank you so much for being on the show. So um, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about you and how you got to where you are today?
1: Uh, Okay, let's see if I can make that really quick. (laughs) Uh, So uh, yeah, like you said, I've Spent my career in Manhattan um, with Eugene uh, uh, Becker and Credit Suisse, first Boston, uh, before it became Credit Suisse in the fixed income department. Ran a sales force of about 45, 50 people and uh, retired uh, in 06 when the world was still good. Markets were good before the crash that began in 07. From there, I've been involved in a couple of different businesses. Uh, One that might be pertinent is a uh, a banquet facility, a weddings facility uh, that's in Somerset, New Jersey, called The Palace at Somerset Park. And I've been doing a bunch of things like that, kind of limited partnerships, sort of investing uh, since I exited Wall Street. And now I've started a new company uh, that's in the construction industry, and uh, it just began, uh, tied it with a Business that's been in the in that business for 33 years and that's kind of it in a nutshell
0: yeah I also uh, know that you were drafted by the Yankees so that's a fun little tip
1: well now you're really talking a long time ago <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah yeah, that's kind of a fun little tip there okay so well let's get into this because we have a lot to talk about um so why don't we start with how do you spend your day gathering critical marketing moving information
1: well, okay. So, uh, there's a, besides the uh, small, um, uh, the limited partners I'm involved with, uh, as far as uh, restaurants and, like I said, the wedding facility, uh, baseball, softball complex, so those things, I don't really have to do a whole lot with that because we got uh, brilliant people running those things. Um, but I keep a, an eye on it, and uh, so part of my day is keep an eye on a bunch of different things. But I'm also very involved in the markets. Uh, Mostly the stock market, even though my career was on the bond side, uh, I spend uh, most of my mornings and early afternoon uh, monitoring the markets because I still uh, I still invest there. I still play in that and I find that to be exciting. So uh, how do I gather my information? Well, it's a combination of different things. I do read a lot. I listen a lot. I find where uh, most of the sentiment is. Uh, I try to make a determination by based on gut of all those things that I pay attention to. Um, If I hear um, some uh, key uh, money managers, hedge fund managers, brilliant uh, market people uh, making a a comment on it, I'll evaluate that. And most recently, for example, you know, we talk about cryptocurrency and Bitcoin, uh, which I'm not recommending anybody do. Uh, Get involved in that stuff. But just recently in the last two weeks, you had Square come out that is accepting Bitcoin. You had PayPal come out that it's accepting uh, that all their vendors can accept payment uh, with Bitcoin and you can buy Bitcoin through PayPal. And then you have some significant movers and shakers like Paul Tudor Jones go on uh, a week last week and he is uh, embracing Bitcoin and cryptocurrency As a very valuable investment Strategy over the next decade So I'll listen to people Like that, uh, I might make a decision On that, but that's that's kind of what I do.
0: And so uh, Do you think it's good to be Investing in Bitcoin right
1: now? I don't think, uh, it. I would Recommend doing that to anybody Because it's risky The yeah. volatility is extreme It's up 90% this year Alone, it could drop to fifty percent in a month, so it's not something that I would definitely uh, recommend. I think as an overall portfolio, someone that has a small percentage, say three three percent, that they want to dabble in in uh, Bitcoin, I yeah. think over long term, you leave it for your children. It's going to be worth something someday. Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, so you mentioned that you have the palace. Um, obviously, as you know, I'm in the event industry and I think the palace is a beautiful location. So if anybody is looking to do an event, uh, it's absolutely gorgeous. Weddings, they do corporate, but it's a really beautiful location, um, as you said, in uh, New Jersey Somerset Park. So why don't you tell us about what happened when COVID hit with with the palace and you know, where is it at now and what's happening with the venue?
1: Yeah, like everything else in the event industry, it was shut down. And, of course, uh, each state is different. But certainly, uh, 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 certainly uh, New Jersey is very, very strict as far as indoor dining and so forth, or it has been. They loosened up uh, recently to 25 percent. So we were completely shut down. Uh, Which uh, is, I don't have to tell anybody that's on this call Or what that means. And now, um, you know, it's a, it's predominantly a, a, it's a platinum wedding facility, but it also has large corporate events uh, and so forth. But now it's opened up. Uh, We've had a few weddings. It's now uh, running, you know, very, very nicely at a limited capacity, and we're just. you know, limping through the, uh, the shutdown and hoping that we can open up uh, at a higher percentage, just like in any restaurants right. that we're involved in as well. We're just liking to get besides the beyond the 25 percent capacity.
0: Yeah, it's, it's definitely uh, a challenge right now for everyone. So. Um, all right. So let's talk about we're not going to get into politics, but we are going to talk about how you see the economy performing. Biden administration versus the Trump administration.
1: All right. So let's uh, let's start with the markets, uh, because I think the markets are a good gauge. You know, the money always tells you, you know where things are going and what the anticipation is on the economy so if the markets are up they're anticipating that's future looking when right. the markets are up uh economic numbers when they came out today gdp was up 33 percent, all-time high that's backward looking uh even though uh, you've got to look at it as a very very powerful signal of what's gone on in the last quarter uh, with the economy where it was in the second in the, in the second quarter Uh, But I think regardless of who wins on Tuesday, although we probably won't have a winner on Tuesday, whoever wins this election, I think the market's going to go higher. Now, the caveat of that, uh, the the reason for the market going higher under a Biden and a Democratic uh, White House and and potentially a Senate is that there will be a significant amount of money being spent uh, in stimulus as well as uh, the Democrats do like to put a lot of money into the hands of people uh, at the lower end of the scale and that they're going to flood the market, the economy with money. So that's going to that's going to drive the economy higher. It's going to drive the stock market higher. That, I think, has some risks further down the road. So the end of 2021 uh, fourth quarter of 2021, that might come back and kind of hurt the market, all the spending, depending on where the Federal Reserve is, what uh, what sort of debt we're, you know, it's going to continue to rise no matter who's uh, in the White House. But I think, I think that has some risk. Now, as far as Trump is concerned, if the Republicans maintain control, there will also be a stimulus, uh, but it will be a smaller stimulus. It'll be more targeted stimulus versus the democrat uh, stimulus is going to put money that in places where it has nothing to do with covid whereas the trump plan uh, the republican plan would target where uh, covid has made a significant impact not only individuals but industries like the event industry like the restaurant industry they're going to be more targeted versus uh, sending money to the states to bail out you know that that whole uh, political argument there. So I think there's going to be a stimulus, there's going to be lower regulation. Trump will uh, probably reduce uh, taxes for the middle class. So in both scenarios, the market will do better. The economy will do better. It's in a year from now, which policies are going to begin to uh, create some troubles uh, with uh, overspending.
0: Right, right. So, um, we have actually a question from Lauren from Colorado and she, and if anybody has any questions, please add them in the chat. We'd love to take your questions about, you know, we're going to answer a lot of questions here, but if you have any questions, please share them. Um, so Lauren from Colorado asks, should I take my money out of this market right now leading into the election?
1: Uh, the answer is no, because although the market um, and i uh, have a feeling this could happen. The market uh, could drop like it did yesterday in the last two days. Right. The market could, go, could drop into the election based on how the market feels about getting another stimulus pack, package uh, passed, which may happen. Uh, well, it's not going to happen before the election. Will it happen for, before inauguration? Will it be in the lame duck session if, if uh, Biden wins? So I don't think you can time the market that well, nobody can. So I think both the markets under either administration is going to do very well in the beginning. So I would keep your money where it is and not try to time things because anybody that tried to time things when the uh, the prior market disruptions, they sold when they should have been buying, buying when they should have been selling. So you just stay, stay where you are and don't pay attention to all the noise and volatility.
0: Yeah. So should you be investing in the market right
1: now? I wouldn't, I would just stay, I would just stay put. If you have nothing in the market, zero, and you have a lot of cash. I think that's not a good policy either, a strategy either. So, but I think if you, wherever you are right now, you just wait till after Tuesday.
0: Yeah. 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 Don't pay attention to all the noise and (laughs) volatility because there's a lot of it right now and it's making everybody a little nervous, but um, okay, so what do you see as a res- realistic time frame to return to a more normal event industry? And I know this is like a completely loaded question here, but um, and will we ever get back to normal?
1: Uh, you'll get to back to a normal uh, to normal, but the normal will be different. And the um, the only really difference that's going to happen once because there, there'll be a lot of events. I mean, don't everything got canceled? You had the Summer Olympics was canceled, Coachella yeah. was canceled, Cannes Film Festival was canceled. All these major events were all canceled. So that stuff is going to come back, but what's not going to be uh, normal? It's not going to be a hundred percent live, face to face. People shaking hands There will be much of that But it's going to be that hybrid event Where you're going to Anybody that's involved in technology And doing virtual They're going to uh, do very well In the event industry Over the next 12 months It might take some another six months or so before people are comfortable uh, having events of any significant size where you actually are going to be live, but they might be more regional versus people getting on planes. So you might be driving to them versus flying to them, Right. but they, they will come back and they will come back strong. And I think in event in event planners, there's a real big opportunity here as freelance, Because a lot of a lot of uh, companies are not hiring their event planners back on a full time basis. So there's a lot of opportunity for freelance work. And if you have the ability to do hybrid events, they're going to come back very, very strong and hospitality uh, businesses like hotels. They're going to give you some great deals on on room blocking, on on commissions are going to go up in the beginning because they want to book events. They want to get back. So they're going to give a little bit away to the event planners. But that window will shut as things heat up. So you'll get back to normal, but you'll be hybrid will be the new normal.
0: Yeah. So we're doing uh, we just did a hybrid event a couple nights ago. It was a fundraising event, which was super successful. We had the auctioneer in-house. We had a very small team. I've posted a lot of this on my social media this week. Um, and so, you know, it's very, it's what we're doing right now. And a lot of my live events, like a lot of events, my clients who do live events moved everything to next year. And I do have some on the books for March and April. We're not sure if that's going to happen, but we have live events and there are, you know, hundreds of people in these events and we're hoping, and they're, they're going to be flying into these events. So we're hoping that we're going to do that. We're we're preparing for social distancing. So if you have, you know, you're doing an event and you need to make sure that you're preparing for the social, the space to provide for social distancing because we just don't know what's gonna happen. A lot of my clients are now, um, they're, they're loving this this virtual piece of it, even though it still costs money to do it. It's not, it, you know, I mean, it does cost money because you have to have a tech team and that costs money. But um, they are liking this virtual piece in addition to doing live. So I think that's going to change. I think more companies are going to be doing more hybrid and virtual events. And so I, I agree with you on that. I can
1: let me just add one thing and that, too. Sure. There's nothing that's more important, particularly for a corporate event than face to face. There is more deals done when you are able to. Face to face, look somebody in the eye, shake their hand, sit down at a table and kind of work through things. There's right. nothing more important than that. So I think that the events, once we get and it's not that far away because, you know, as everybody, uh, hopefully everybody knows, there's a dozen to 20 different vaccines that are in phase two or three right now. So it's not going to be long, probably in a couple of months. Yeah, that it's going to be not just one vaccine. There's going to be many vaccines. It's going to blanket the country with all these vaccines and uh, and all the therapeutics that if you have the disease, so that you take the therapeutics that you're going to be able to recover from them in most cases. So that's just around right around the corner. So once we get comfortable with that, people want to have face-to-face. So if there will be face-to-face, there'll be large live events, but it'll be blended with the new normal, which you'll find, which is going to be virtual as well.
0: Yeah, I, I think we all just have to wait. We've talked about this in my industry, and it's, it's you know, my colleagues and I are, we're just moving forward trying to see what's going to happen. So it's a little crazy. So how is the exodus um, from major cities affecting businesses? How do well, you,
1: do you take New York as an example. I mean, uh, was, I don't even, I haven't been in the city in a while, and, but you don't have to really go in to know what's going on in these cities. All right. The businesses are, are restaurants, particularly they're not surviving. There's nobody out in the streets. The, the real estate is the rents are down. Uh, prices are down. So the economies in the big cities are taking a terrible hit because of of the uh, the pandemic, of course, but also in certain cases, the crime and the disruption and so forth. So people are moving out to the suburbs that's benefiting those economies, certainly the housing market, but the cities are, uh, they're they're in some trouble uh, that were financially not sound to begin with, but now they're really in trouble and they have the exodus of these wealthy people and real estate is suffering tremendously in this virtual work at home uh, that is across uh, across all industries. People are realizing we don't need to have all the square footage Uh, For our uh, trading floors or office buildings or so forth, we don't need that anymore because we can have 25 percent, 50 percent of our people working at home from now on. So it's having a dramatic impact on the city's economies and it's not going to get any better. For a while.
0: I mean, I live in Manhattan, as you know, so it's um, it's definitely a different city. Uh, it's it's kind of sad. It makes me sad that a lot of my really close friends have moved out of the city just in the last four months. I mean, I have four people that are super close to me have moved out of the city, so it's a different place. I um, I'm definitely you know thinking about what's going to happen to the city. I know it's going to take several years, and you know we don't know what's going to happen with the new mayor, you know, there's going to be a mayor election and things like that. So hopefully it turns around. I know that I just heard recently that, um, you know, there was, and not to get gloomy here, but, you know, um, the the um, Morgan Stanley's security guard was just, you know, attacked and stabbed in Times Square. And it's just because there's so many people that are not, and so their employees are not even allowed to walk to go to the train or the subway. They're taking car services from Times Square to their drop points of like the the train stations or uh, Grand Central. It's really sad what's happening. and So I hope that it, um, you know, I hope that it turns around because I love my city and, you know, I've been here a long time and it's a wonderful place to be. But, you know, there's a lot going on right now. So in a lot of cities, that's happening. So I hope this turns around soon and everybody calms
1: down. And you know, too, that, you know, all the like uh, uh, Broadway is all shut down. All the shows are shut. Yeah. Down. And so anything that was driving tourism. So when you fly in to go to a show to spend a weekend in, in Manhattan, for example, to go to a show, the restaurants benefit and the hotels benefit. So the domino effect of these things shutting down. Uh, and and Broadway shutting down is just enormous. People don't realize all the unintended consequences and all the people that are affected by this across these cities. So restaurants, hotels, uh, m- museums, everything. Nobody is going coming in, uh, uh, tour- touring in uh, to visit these cities.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you touched a little bit on the um, uh, phase three. So there's, you know, they haven't done phase three It hasn't gone through which phase three is the CARES Act, which includes um, PPP, unemployment, the $1,200 check, um, you know, things like that. So what, you know, do you have any insight into or any feeling about when is that going to happen? They've been holding this off and, you know, without getting political, but like, do you have sense of what's
1: going to happen with this? Uh, well, there will be a, a new uh, stimulus uh, plan that will get through. Um, it's just a matter of when that's going to happen. And it really should have happened at the end of July into August. They really should have come up with something. And they were so far apart, nothing was going to happen. And because of the election, nothing was going to happen. But what really needs to happen is, and it depends on who wins, but what really needs to happen is first go up get the unemployment, get the 1200 bucks. get money, get the, the, the money into the people's hands immediately. If they, they can't survive without this money and it's a shame of what uh, Washington has done um, with this and playing this with political football. Uh, what they need to do is target the industries. I'm all for another round of PPP, a big round of PPP. and so Instead of giving it to the industries that are doing fine, Uh, That can all that stay at home businesses that people are benefiting from, like uh, everybody's getting things delivered home, for example, uh, uh, of takeouts and everything. Those businesses are surviving, but it's the dine in restaurants that are going under. It's the event business going under. So the PPP should be targeted and it should specifically list the industries the industries. Right, This needs to benefit and target it that way without blanketing it in everybody to fill out this form and you get another whatever amount of money that you're gonna get. Target it to the people yeah. and the businesses that need it. That's what they should do. Something's gonna happen. I hope it's that versus flood everything to people that don't in states that don't need it. But either way, something's gonna happen.
0: So howdy? because I know, so one of my friends, uh, Jacqueline Vasquez is on here and she is on the board of the New Jersey, New York uh, coalition, who is a big organization, Connecticut has a branch and there's like all kinds of branches. Um, I did the, um, I stood in Times Square and we held up signs. We did a whole um, empty event, uh, you know, event. And um, what are, what advice do you have to get them to in front of, you know, we, they're trying to get money. They're, we're trying to get money for the event industry. And it seems we just I I don't hear anything. Are you hearing anything out there about them talking about getting giving money to specific groups?
1: Well, yes, I mean, but it doesn't say event What they they're talking about hospitality. Okay. so they're talking about hospitality, which is, you know, the hotels and obviously everything that comes along with the hospitality industry. But, yeah, uh, that should be inclusive of event planners. There is. People put under tax returns your event planner. So there is an industry yeah. um, that is identified by the IRS that can easily be connected to any PPP program. Right. So there's really not much anybody but, can do but to bombard their uh, local uh, uh, members of the House of Representatives, their congressmen and women in their districts and push this and, 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 and keep screaming at them, you know, through their emails and so forth that we are suffering and they know that, but that's the only thing you can really do, but something will happen. Yeah. It's just a matter of being able to limp through until all well, this does happen in the next month or so, maybe even next week or two, there'll be a, 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 a phase three of the CARES Act. And also the vaccine is, is around the corner and that'll begin to change the thinking
0: yeah um Jacqueline says we're trying to get in front of the right people, but no one wants to really address it and do you think it could be because they're just put holding up things right now because of the election?
1: yeah uh, everything is on hold because of the election, so let's let's get through and but don't don't stop trying to get in front of the right people you know keep keep trying and keep mentioning and keep emailing uh you know what you're going through,
0: yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, So we're coming down to the the end here. So if anybody has any questions, please put them in the chat. Um, You mentioned the the economy. I noticed today that we have uh, the economy's grown a record 33 percent in the last quarter. What can you talk about why that is? I mean, I obviously a lot of people probably know. But in case for those who aren't following, I know you follow the news a lot. So why would that be? And what do you think is going to happen to that um, going forward? I know you touched on a little bit, but can we talk more about
1: that? Yeah, well, the interesting thing about the GDP number that was reported today at up 33%, which is a, um, an all time high, but that's not surprising. And it was expected. Right,
0: right. I, when you shut things down, then. You shut
1: things down, and then you open it up a little bit. So you're going to have some a, a big snapback. The interesting thing about this number, though, is that. Uh, The durable goods component and the housing component um, were up huge. So if you're worried about your job, you're not buying refrigerators, you're not buying cars, you're not buying washing machines, and you're not buying homes if you're worried about your job. So within that GDP number today, uh, it was a really positive sign of people's opinion and their mental uh, outlook on their uh, individual jobs in their situation, and they are more positive on it in in light of this uh, pandemic. So that's a, that's a very strong number in in that regard. What you're going to see though in the fourth quarter, it was up in 33 percent in the third quarter. It's probably only going to be up you know, maybe six or 7%, which is still huge historically, but it's right. seen a snap back in the third quarter. We're going to see continued growth. If we get the other stimulus, uh, uh, uh phase three, if that's agreed upon, we're going to continue to see growth in the economy. And then, then it's just a matter of you can, you can almost timeline it. You know, when the vaccines come out, the restaurants are going to start to open and people are going to be flying more, uh, and traveling by the way, Uh, an airplane people don't realize it's an airplane is the safest place to be be. because people don't realize in an airplane their filter system their air filter system is the same thing if you're on a ventilator you could be sitting next to somebody and it's equivalent of being seven feet apart based on the ventilation so an airplane is the safest place to be only problem is when you land someplace, you have to go to a hotel. So you got to, you know, make sure that the hotels are clean. But so things are going to open up, and once that vaccine, uh, or multiple vaccines come out, uh, it's it's going to have an impact. The other thing about it is that. The numbers, the hospitals and the uh, uh, emergency medical uh, services, they know how to deal with this disease a lot better than they did back in March and April. So you have a much better chance now without a vaccine to being able to get out of the hospital and survive this uh, almost uh, 10 times better than it was back in March. So we know how to deal with it a little bit better. So. The amount of people that are really going to have an issue uh, versus the positive test numbers that we're seeing, the number of people that have to go into the hospital or are going into the hospital or uh, are dying are much lower than they would have been if from back in March or April. So we're handling it better. Throw a vaccine in there. Yeah. And we begin to see that we're going to have a way to live with this, like the flu over, you know, starting sometime in 2021.
0: Yeah. I just heard that if you had the flu shot and I don't know if this percentage is right, but you're 60% or 40% that you won't, like it's better that you had it. uh, There's like a 40% chance that you won't. more that you won't get COVID. So the flu shot is helping you uh, to to not get COVID. You know, I've had three uh, COVID shots. um, I mean, not shots, COVID um, tests. And I'm all they've all been negative where I thought I was going to die a couple weeks ago. I was really sick, but I didn't have it. So you, you just don't know. And I had the flu shot a few weeks before that. So I have to, I have it every year. But um, I think it's important this year and they're asking people to do that. So, you know, that's on everybody else. But um, so that's great. So it, when we so what what are you going to do when the? I guess you're going to wait and see what happens? But what are you going to do? Like, what should we be doing? After this election and thinking about our portfolios, um, you know, I was lucky enough to move. You know, I had my portfolio in Morgan Stanley and I had it with a big uh, advisor and he I didn't need it. I was paying money that I didn't need to do. And I was advised to turn it in, you know, put it in a um, in a TD Ameritrade, which was great. And I didn't lose it. It was during the week that they first closed us down and all the money. People lost a lot of money that week and I happened to be moving it. So I got really lucky and I missed that whole thing, but I've been hurt by it. So um just what do you, what are you, what are you, um, you going to do after the election? How do you evaluate what you're going to do with your portfolio? Well, well,
1: if the market goes down, which, um, i'm kind of that's the way i've been positioning myself that the market will go down i've changed a little bit i thought if the if the the democrats took over the market would go down because of higher taxes higher regulations raising capital gains taxes and all that i figure the market might react negatively to that so i am ready uh in waiting if the market goes down i think it's a buying opportunity now i'm not so sure the market will go down anymore if that happens because the stimulus that will come from a Biden administration will be positive on the market. But so what I am doing is if the market does drop after the election for any reason is when I'm gonna to start to not 100% but to start to get back into the market because I've taken some out. Right? So I have a, uh, you know, a high percentage of, of cash in a portfolio that I'm gonna shift into the market if the market does go down. I, I, I'll look at it as a buying opportunity. But anybody that is planning on doing that, what I would recommend is that they not look at individual stocks. They look at exchange traded funds, ETFs that are in in and of itself diversified within an industry. So if you do a technology ETF, for example, there might be 200 technology companies within that ETF and you do. You know, half a dozen, maybe seven, eight, nine, ten different ETFs across different industries. So whether it's healthcare, whether it's energy, technology, you get a little bit into all of those ETFs. You are so broadly diversified. If you do that, you don't have to worry about one company or another company. And if you hear a friend saying, Oh, you should buy this stock, I would stay away from that stock because that never works out. Yeah. If you hear from a friend. Not that they're wrong. But it's just not a good way to go about investing into the market.
0: I have most of uh, my portfolio is in ETFs and I've done very well. I've been very lucky, I guess. I mean, I, you know, I have a good advisor on how to, how to do this. And um, I have actually done quite well over the last six months or so. So, you know, I've been a little conservative as well, but uh, I think that's great advice. And I'm just, you know, I'm so excited. I just want to say, I, I mean, we're at the end here. Do you have any last thoughts, last minute thoughts that you want to share? Or?
1: No, just uh, everybody. Here's what I would say. I wish I could speak to the, the, the country okay. on this. I think I should run. Uh, <laughs> I, everybody should just get along. Every, No matter what happens, it get along. Whoever's the president is your president. You know, I don't like when I hear that's not my president or that's not my president. Everybody should say, this is my president, regardless of who wins and support that president and who's ever in Congress and hope that, for their success. Because if they succeed, it's going to be good for us individually. That's my only advice. Knock off this, you know, all this hatred, uh, 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 the speech and emailing each other and Facebooking each other and all this other stuff that's creating, uh, it's creating such an environment, people losing friends. Yeah, Yeah. and family members don't talk to each other. (laughs) (laughs) Come on,
0: I know, I know, I, I, I'm all about that too. I really, uh, I forget what it is, but um, you know the the I forget what it's called. (laughs) Anyway, um, (laughs) that's just it's really important, and I um can't uh, you know we can't stress that enough. And the biggest thing is is everyone get out and vote. I went yesterday to try to vote in person, and it was a three and a half hour wait, and uh, I was like, you know, QVC, QVC. There you go. Yes, so it's really important. Everybody go out and vote. I know the lines are super long right now, but I think this is like a super, you know, important time for everyone to get out and vote, and it looks like everybody is, because the lines are insane. So I think that's a really great thing.
1: And one other thing about the lines, remember the lines look long. But they're six feet apart, everybody. So the lines are probably five times as long as they yeah. would be. So yeah, don't, no, be, no. don't be afraid of, of, by looking at, a, you know, a showing up at the polling place and seeing these lines saying, no, I'm not going to vote. It's I, really not that bad.
0: So I mailed mine. I'm nervous, but I mailed mine. I'm hoping that it's you can track online. I'm going to be tracking every day, making sure that it got there. I just wanted to make sure it got in. Um, I have to believe that it's going to, so, um, but it is, they're, they're long lines, but I think it's great. So Marty, thank you so much for being on my show. It's been a pleasure. And I hope everyone got some great advice on here and you guys join me next week. We're going to do this again. I hope you enjoyed this. If you have any other questions, please put them in the chat and, uh, we'll see you next week. Bye everyone.
1: Bye. Bye.